Hello and welcome to Box Office Bingers, the podcast where we binge everything in the box office and watch everything else on TV. I'm your host, Matt Diaz, along with my co-host, Ernesto Santos. How are you doing today? What is going on, Matthew? I'm doing good. We have a very special guest today. We do. Alice Mosakala, a.k.a. T.D. Alice. T.D. Alice. I didn't know my last name was Mosakala. <laughs> did, um, did I pronounce that wrong? That Please tell me. the most exciting part of my day so far. Oh. But, it, did I pronounce it wrong? You know what? I think that's my favorite pronunciation I've ever gotten. I'm sorry. Wow. Masakala. <laughs> Masakala? How, how do you actually pronounce it? Moscola. Like Mos and Akola. Wow. That is embarrassing. But you know Mas-cola. what? It, it's, Mas-cola. it's fine. It, this one I'll let go. <laughs> that's, that's I'm sorry, great. Alice. <laughs> great beginnings, man. But I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> that, that, that's fantastic. Um, yes, we uh, have a great episode for you guys today. Uh, we're going to be doing our in-depth review on Onward, which we've all seen and all have our opinions on that we have been, since we all work together, we have been very strict on telling each other nothing about the film yes. so we can have raw reactions right here uh, in the coming minutes. So yes, that is coming. Then we're going to interview uh, Alice. Masakala. The Mas- <laughs> I'm really, I'm really sorry that I messed that fucked your name up. We'll go for it. People, no, because I get it. Because so many people used to mess up my name. I've heard Ernesto or Nesta, and then seen it spelled so many different, so many different ways. You also aren't partial to Ernie. That was I learned that about you. Yeah, no, my a lot of people used to call my dad Ernie at his job. Oh. The more you know about Ernesto, I didn't know that. You did, oh, you learned a little secret a little today. Little secret, yeah. Yeah. No one confuses my name. It's just Matt. Matt. Diaz. Yeah, Matt Diaz. It's hard. <laughs> it's it's really common, both Diaz and Matt. And so yeah, I never had that issue growing up. Either it's either Matt or Matthew, and that's that's pretty much where I went by. I like um, to call you both. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I feel like every time I'm in trouble, Matthew, I'm like, Matthew. Oh, damn. <laughs> you used my real name. <laughs> what did I do wrong now? <laughs> uh, but we like to start every episode uh, with what you're watching. So, Alice, what have you been watching lately? Today, uh, Matthew. No, I, I watched, <laughs> I watched a Netflix original, and it was, oh, what was it called? It was something about... Cats, you're going to make fun of me, uh, but it was the Meowvy Cats, the something something, and it was it was terrible. <laughs> uh, but I've ne- This is a Netflix original. It is. I have never heard of this It before. wasn't a series. It was definitely a one-parter, uh, but if you need to clean your house, it's yeah. great to have on in the background. Okay. Uh, they showed adorable cats. I, I would recommend if you need to take a nap. I did Just, that today. What is this movie? Is it a movie? No, it's like it's a, a documentary. It's a documentary, it's okay. a documentary on basically uh, internet famous cats. Because <laughs> that's what I do in my spare time. Uh, <laughs> that's actually and, a good idea for a document because there's a lot. Yes. Right? There, was a, there are quite a few. And a lot of them have interesting backstories that you don't know and, and I didn't pay attention to. But if you really love internet cats, that, that one's for you. Do they, do they focus more on the cats or the owners of the cats or both? Both. Absolutely. Okay. So yeah. what was the... What, what, what is their life like? Yeah. Yeah. Having the, the cat more famous than them. Uh, I think that they... Basically, the intention was never to have a famous cat. They just found right. these cats along the way and were like, oh... You have very high vet bills, so how do we make money on the side? Oh, oh we can put oh. you online. So that was probably majority of the cases. Okay. Because um, I'm the feline expert, apparently. <laughs> uh, but that that is that was the basis of it. It, it wasn't a talker, but sorry, guys. <laughs> it's not a talker. 
Uh, uh, but it does. And there's some intrigue there because for me, the interest is just how and why these these cats are on the internet and now they're getting popularity. The, the one that I can recall at the top of my head is uh, Grumpy Cat. Yes. Was that part of the documentary? I didn't make it to Grumpy Cat, but <laughs> Lil Bub was the first one. Lil Bub just passed away recently, which is Aww. sad. But I was and am a big fan of, of Bub. Uh, and Bub had health conditions that they needed money for but he made a whole backstory and he's like bub is from space and bub can do all these amazing things and she looks crazy and makes weird noises but she's the best and the internet was like yeah she yeah. is so and i was one of those so <laughs> did, go bub did you ever feel like the owners were crazy or were they just like they're no. just trying to there's normal people just wanting to put their cat online. I mean, if you need a side hustle, why not put your cat on <laughs> the internet? Not. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Like, this is easy money. Like, yeah. you, they saw the money. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else you've been watching? Uh, I just picked up on the Mickey shorts that are on Disney Plus. The newer, newish Mickey shorts, like they have on uh, the new Disney attraction. Okay, like the the I always see those as weirdly animated. I love them. Oh, you do? I do. I think they're great. I think they're definitely not just kitty cartoons. They're for everybody. So um, they have adult humor in it as well? Um, I wouldn't say it's so much adult humor, but if you want to go like the Shrek route of the... Okay. You know, yeah. I think I see my kids have watched those. I think yeah, they they like them. They love to watch those. Yeah, they're no, pretty good. Uh, no, how did you see them, Ernesto? Did they like, seem like... I, yeah, they seem okay. Like I kind of background watched it, but... They no, I mean, fun. like, from what platform? Because I'm assuming, Alice, you saw them from Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Right. Yeah, Disney so, Plus. Oh, Disney Plus as well. Yeah. Okay, so you're like, you actively... It's not like it was... You were, like, watching TV and it happened to be a short playing on a channel. Like no. this, You actually... Somebody seeked out to... They did. To look, look at That's right. exactly okay. what they went yeah. to watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to watch Mickey Mouse. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Interesting. And so, yeah, so any, any note of the shorts... Um, they're very action packed, but they're short enough to keep your attention. Okay. So, so it's not something where you turn it on and you're like, all right, this is boring me. Turn it off. Uh, I don't, I can't give you a time quote of how long they are, but it's enough where the next episode falls into the next and the next, and you haven't realized that next, well, Disney plus is right. continuing. Um, so mm. that's, that's good. Is there a continuous story or it's just, no. the, okay, just no the one, like there's story. one-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very similar to the ride. Um, so I wanted to see more cause I enjoyed the ride. Yeah. So it was, what are the, what are these about? Um, and it was cool. It was great. I would recommend them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the ride. I don't want, I, I don't want, I don't want to sidetrack a little bit, but Mickey's and Minnie, Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway just opened up Hollywood studios. It did. And you, I, I, well, I'm, I guess if. If the ride inspired you enough to go and watch the cartoons, Correct. I would assume that you enjoyed what you experienced. Yeah, it was it was a new experience. Um, I had not been on Rise of the Resistance yet, and I did that beforehand. So going on both in the same day with the trackless ride system blew my mind. It Interesting. was phenomenal. Uh, but Mickey and Minnie definitely was gotta see what this is about what are these cartoons because if it's enough yeah. to make of course it's mickey and minnie everybody knows Mickey. right but yeah. they could have chose any other animation style right. for this particular attraction agreed so they went with the current one for a reason people right. can definitely adapt to it relate to it and enjoy the new but with the classic spin you know right. the characters yeah. right yeah for so. sure do do you think that now this particular ride holds dear to me the great movie ride and I loved it for many Same. different reasons. Yeah. So was this something that is a worthy replacement for a beloved attraction? So 
Great Movie Ride was and will always be my favorite ride. Yeah. Forever. Uh, Worthy replacement? I wouldn't say replacement, but for that particular space, perfect attraction to put in that space. Okay. Um, It has the height. It has the size. Right. um, And it definitely needs a large area. Uh, which is interesting because Disneyland, I think, is planning to do the same attraction. Yeah, they uh, are. But it's, there's no way they're going to have that kind of space unless they've cleared out a major area. Interesting. So, yeah, okay. I think I think they, they knew what they were doing. With, with like, there, nothing was left, like, I don't know why this was here. Like, right, every, everything had a reason. Yes, and okay. not changing the theming of the theater was a good choice it's such an iconic you know the chinese theater as well as in hollywood and just you know it's already it was already there at hollywood studios i feel like if you took that down you lost everything the hollywood studios was about yeah they already took away the sorcerer hat they did yeah yeah. and that was like its icon now the icon is the tower but did you you did you like the hat the hat was i like the hat i didn't mind the hat oh i hated the hat really Really? (laughs) breaking news (laughs) no i hated it it was a pin store I mean, if you're yeah, going to... Correct. Do you, what She's do you, right. Why? Why? But what if it wasn't a pin store? I mean, I know it was, but like if there was nothing underneath it... Then don't put it in front of the Chinese theater. Put it <laughs> in the, the corner. And also before that, we had the water tower with That's the Mickey right. ears. That's right, yeah. So yeah. we went from that to a big hat to nothing, <laughs> which right. is... It's like... It's like right now it's just like construction. It's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think like their main thing is like, well, we have the Tower of Terror... Like, but that, I never found that as, like, the icon. Like, I don't know why they, they didn't just choose a Chinese theater they as They didn't their have icon. anything else. They wanted to go Hollywood. So, okay, yeah. Hollywood, well, mm, this is in the front of the park. This is the tallest. Let's go with the tallest. <laughs> yeah, the tallest, yeah. <laughs> um, you can see it on a plane. Yeah. Oh, look, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I see it, I see it. Um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I'm, I am happy to hear, because I really did like the great movie ride. Like, I liked the, what it represented. There wasn't a lot of... Uh, I mean, Universal, you know, you're riding the movies, but are, but you're actually going through movie history on the great movie ride. And it was a show and a ride. Yes. Because you had, like, that little thing with the with the gangster. Yes. And, or the cowboy, depending on yeah, when you we, rode the ride. Yeah, exactly. That. <laughs> Mostly the gangster, because, let's be real, nobody got the cowboy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when you did get it, it's like, oh, this is different. Oh, this is new. I like it. But I think both always ended with the... The Egypt, right? Were we in Egypt? It was or? just that one scene that they switched. It's like a costume and a scene that switched. No, right? no, no. Like Egypt? The, yeah. <laughs> I, never, no, I never went to Egypt, no, no, Matt. No, what no, great no, movie writer no, are you on? No, no. Not at the at the end. Like when they when we got back our... Like because we were hijacked. When they find the stone. Yeah, the exactly. Was that in Egypt? Or what? It was Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana Jones, man. Oh. Aren't you a big re- Indiana Jones fan? Uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> was that really Indiana Jones There were two yes. rooms of Indiana Jones. Cur- yes. I don't remember this at all. It's well, you can never write it again. <laughs> you know what? YouTube is a good place for that. <laughs> That's true. I can, I can really. I'm memories. sure somebody's got some ride-alongs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like the um, uh, the the alien scene. That was really well done, and I don't know. I did, they did just a really good job of like just like showcasing movies, and and obviously we are movie lovers all here. So yeah, it holds a. Dear heart, I would so. say so. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so, but I am happy to hear that. Whoa, <laughs> uh, Tinkerbell's here, guys. Yeah, Tinkerbell, yeah. Tinkerbell is right. here. Surprise, bonus guest at Disney Magic. The, there it is. Like they knew we were talking about yeah. them. 
Um, yes, the I am I am happy to hear that Mickey and Minnie seems to be you know good good home. I guess even though we lost a, a beloved attraction along the way, but we're now we're talking about movies again. Indeed, <laughs> we got sidetracked. Anything else you've been watching? Oh, um, I've rewatched a lot of Stranger Things lately. Oh, uh, any particular reason why? Because I love it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, season two. I am going to start rewatching, but season three is constantly on the list of what should I turn on? Oh, Stranger Things. What season? Instantly season three. Mm. So go. I want to go backwards. I want to say why did I like this um, so much? Because I don't know. Season three just felt so solid. Mm. Oh, season, I love season three yeah. of Stranger yeah. Things. It was. I agree. Like I couldn't put it down, and oh, put it. I couldn't like. Uh, what's not? That's not like a book. I couldn't stop it from playing you yeah. couldn't stop watching you could yeah there that's it you're trying to say <laughs> yeah that's it i almost watched i think i pretty much we watched it in a day like as soon as it came out i know it was like fourth of july i was like oh look the fireworks outside like no 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 no. screw those fireworks let's watch stranger things all day oh man we were on family vacation in north carolina in my um my wife's family's house and yeah and they were all watching in different rooms we're like ah shield your eyes <laughs> we're not at that part yet like oh, every really? like everybody was watching it but at different points so it was oh <laughs> so, so the house was very quiet but yeah you're, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like Shh, turn yours down yeah. you're ahead of me <laughs> there wasn't a point where like we'll just all get together like oh, we'll because just... everybody would watch at different points that's oh, terrible because like we would hang out on the on the lake all day and then yeah. we would come back to the house and then everybody would kind of separate and do their own thing but, you know some the the younger ones would watch more you know we're old so yeah. we would go to bed earlier because <laughs> yeah, i have yeah. small children <laughs> so we'd be really we'd be further behind so mm. you know we'd have to walk by and every they're like already watching the finale and yeah, we're like, still on episode two yeah, like, <laughs> like, you gotta you gotta calm it down yeah man. you guys come on guys yeah. <laughs> watch yeah. some other shit yeah. <laughs> the other thing's on netflix all right yeah. <laughs> daddy what's that oh it's a demogorgon no worries <laughs> it's fine <laughs> back what yeah. <laughs> uh, but that, that, that's that's kind of that's pretty cool to go back and like I agree I never I was never a big fan of season two exactly yeah I agree. and I felt like that was like I love season one and then like season two took like a little dip for me and then I'm like man I really hope season three doesn't just plummet and then it was like it yeah, like yeah, went straight up like yeah like I can I can see easily why you would go back and watch season but three. I would love to know why I hated season two. So I'm sort of making my way back to say, well, I didn't hate it, but why I, I strongly prefer season one and three. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It sort of fades to the back of your memory. Okay, what happened? They were in the tunnel. There was dirt. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I, I all I remember is it was during Halloween time. We met Max, and I knew I did not like the the plot where Eleven went to go meet her siblings totally unnecessary yeah it's like yeah, nothing, it to strange. Do, nothing to do with anything that was going but maybe on. maybe i misjudged maybe maybe it'll come back in next season it's just more because maybe season two is just kind of like a filler right and you have that you're you're riding on that season one high you're it like oh it season. better be just as good or yeah, better exactly and when it kind of dips even just like a millimeter below you're like fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck this show i'm, I'm done <laughs> season three better be better <laughs> turn it on the cat's doc <laughs> <laughs> This no, but I totally better. get it. I totally get it. <laughs> uh, but now I feel like we were in the same boat because like season three was so good. Like season four got to up it up a little mm-hmm. bit. Like they have well, the teaser was great. It was it was great, and I'm glad that we didn't linger yeah. on that for too long. And there was like, you know what? We already know, you know, so we're just gonna show you anyway. Mm-hmm. And here here it is. So um, yeah, that's kind of cool that you're rewatching it. Anything Thanks. Else? 
Uh, no, I'm good. That's what it? about you guys? What, <laughs> what about you, what are you watching? Uh, I rewatch. I'm uh, not rewatch. It's the first time I'm watching it. Uh, well, if you, well, it could be kind of as a rewatch. I saw the Lady and the Tramp remake on Disney Plus. The live action. The live action. Oh. Um, and it was, as you remember, Lady and the Tramp just made in 2019. <laughs> Interesting. Instead of the 50s, I think the original came out. Yeah. And it's I've probably maybe seen it a handful, if not if not a very small amount of times. So it's not like when I walked into Lion King, I knew it like scene for scene. And I was like, well, the live reaction remake is shit because it's the exact same thing. So when I walked in, when I started Lady and the Tramp, I was like, well, I don't really remember much. So most of this will seem fresh. But the parts that I do remember were in the live action part as well. Like you had the iconic uh spaghetti and meatball scene oh, okay uh at at the end there's a happy ending um i thought it was really well voiced voice acted uh sam elliott who has that very thick country accent yeah um he was like a hound dog and tessa thompson who plays uh, valkyrie mm-hmm. from thor ragnarok uh she was lady i couldn't recall who was tramp and um, and then there was other a couple of sidekicks that I really don't remember. The original Lady and the Tramp came out in 1955. 55. Okay, so yeah, so yeah. The, uh, so, Justin Thoreau <clears throat> was Tramp. I don't even know who he is. The <laughs> name sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell you where that guy's from. But like, it was well acted, at least by their voices. So there's nothing wrong there. And um, and yeah, like it was wasn't much to it. Like for a sh- for a movie to be launched with Disney Plus. You would figure that there would be a little bit more gravitas to it, or it just felt like, well, we just want you to buy it and have another option to like. Here's an, an original that will add value to your subscription service. At least it didn't come out in the theaters, though. Well, I, that, I was straight to digital. Yeah, I was actually curious. I was thinking about that. Like, would this even fare well in the theaters? And I'm sure it would have made money, but I think Disney made a good call of making this part of a streaming service because I don't Exclusively, know if yeah, yeah, and I'm not sure if everyone would like would have ran to the theater to watch this and like and i think they use a mix of cgi and real animals for this and so you can pretty you can easily tell where the parts that the cgi was and then yeah. where the parts they used the real animals um i think the whole time when they were like there's all like running scenes and you can tell that those dogs are like booking it <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow they're looking the, back these dogs are running fast yeah. <laughs> And there's good anything to take away from the movie. Like, yeah, it's like those, those dogs, dogs are fast. fast. Yeah, they can run fast. But then, like when they're talking, like obviously the mouth is animated. Mm-hmm. Um, so they went that route. Um, but yeah, other than that, there wasn't really much to it. But I think it's if if the kids are into it, then I think they will enjoy it. It's mainly for kids anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I saw um, Emma in the theaters, based off a Jane Austen novel, and um, I so I. I saw it, like I just said, in the theater, and I decided to try AMC's Mac and Cheese. No. There's relevancy. Don't worry. I'll, I'll get to the point in a second. Uh, and so, like, but, like, the the picture looked good. I was hungry. The bowls. The Yeah, it was like a bowl. I, yeah, I stayed away from those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm doing a double feature that day. I'm going to go and try this Mac and Cheese. So I got it. I ordered it. It was like it was also like six bucks. I'm like, if it's if it's bad, it, it was six dollars, right? It's not like you're spending a fortune. And so, do you know how much mac and cheese actually costs, though? <laughs> I mean, you can, you can buy a whole box of mac for sixty nine cents. 
at Publix. Probably a couple pounds worth. <laughs> Let me, Six dollars, that's nothing yeah. for Mac. All right, continue. <laughs> Let me have this moment, all right? All right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Bad experience. <laughs> oh, we know, we feel that. <laughs> and so, so yeah, so the movie, so I opened the mac and cheese, and it didn't look appetizing, but but the photo lied to me. And I feel like that's what Emma was. Oh. <laughs> Emma was the soggy mac and cheese that that was what like I was advertised something witty and funny and a different take on the genre. And I walked in there and it was just soggy mac and cheese that I had. Like it was almost fitting that I was eating not good oh, mac and food. cheese. Watching it not, <laughs> not so great. Not, exactly. You should have known when you said I opened the mac and cheese. You had to open it. Do <laughs> like peel the the layer off? Like a baby food mac. <laughs> <laughs> There was was the cheese clunky. It was. I mean, it was around. It was around. It should be fucking swimming in that shit. What are you talking about? I mean, it was there, yeah. But it just like like I took one bite and like I really don't want to finish this. But I was an idiot and I decided to wait until the movie started. So you do, I get it. You wanted to watch the movie, it, so I'm gonna wait till the movie starts right. to start eating. I get you. And then it was cold. <laughs> It was cold when it was handed to you. Yeah, it but was already cold. The box felt hot, so I thought I was. It was like you know what? I'm like my like I put I put it on my lap. I'm like oh my my my, my legs warming up right now. Ooh. I gotta. I'm like this is this is gonna be at least hot when I when I eat it. I'm not sure if it was gonna be good or not, but um, yeah. So fun fact though, which I did not know, um, that they don't have forks at the ready. <laughs> they, they they put it in in the box for you. So that was something. So, so like that was like a nice surprise. But I didn't get that from the movie either. The, like there was like maybe a, <laughs> the, there could have been a surprise, uh, but there wasn't. And so like I felt like that I was going in there maybe expecting a comedy uh, of sorts, and I got the funny bits in the trailer. And so that was a little bit disappointing. There were some moments that were like, oh, that was funny, but like I was never laughing out loud. Mm. I guess. Um, so yeah, so um, don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. strong. Um, uh, anything else? Yeah, I, it's hard to follow that up. Yeah, brains uh, <laughs> little claws from the mac. From the I mac. know all that mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, I caught up with uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good uh, couple of episodes. I think you know season seven started back up, and I think they're about maybe six episodes in. And I was behind, so I did like a full little binge there. And um, I, I feel like you know, even moving to a network and uh, you know, two seasons into NBC, they haven't missed a beat. There was one episode that I can't recall right now, but it was I think it was like the second or third episode into the seventh season, and I couldn't stop laughing like from beginning to end. It's it was hilarious. Uh, the most recent episode it was it was like more like it had a heart to it. So like they. Every now and then they'll have like a an episode where like they try to hit a message, mm. and this was one of them. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, you guys are doing pretty good. Um, and then I also caught up on Superstore as well, and I thought I think they're going great. I'm really sad to hear that America Ferrera, yeah, uh, she plays Amy on the show, and she announced that she was leaving after this season. Really? Yeah. I mean, they've been on how many seasons are they? Five. 
That's not that long. No, it's not. I mean, it, it, to some people, it could be long. I guess that's true. But she like, wants to do other things in her career. Maybe. She she's, she's got traveling pants. She's she got she does. <laughs> she got to go. Uh, but but she, she was also this... Ugly Betty. Did you ever watch her? Yeah, no, I, I I did not watch Ugly Betty, but I did know she was yeah. that character. And I think it was off a, a, a Spanish, Spanish tele, show. Yeah. It's off based off a Spanish telenovela. There, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just surprised by that news because she is literally the star of the show. She really is. Do you watch Alice? I don't. You should. I should. It's a you really should. good show. It's a great show. If, if you if, watch those kind of comedies. Yeah. Also, if you worked in retail at all, it hits all the funny parts. So for how sure. people suggest community to me. Oh, you've been to a community college? This one's for you. Same but Superstore? Uh, um, yeah. Kind yeah, of sure. Yeah. It's relatable. Yeah. I would say su- I've watched both. I haven't finished Community, but Superstore is hilarious. I don't know. I, I I've, I've finished. I've, I've binged Community. I loved it from the first episode. Um, so I, I can I can probably feel the same sentiment. I guess the office is somewhat similar. If you worked in an office, you can find yeah. the jokes. But then they grew from that. Hmm. Um, but I don't think like Superstore really grew from. If you worked at a retail store, you'll find it funny because they yeah. kind of just sticking into the same model. But it's still even if you haven't like it's, it's still, still hilarious. Yeah, it's like still... you still shop that one. Yeah, exactly. Point yeah. In your life. <laughs> you see crazy people in the store all the all time. All the time. Like the the best part about that show is the random like five second bits of someone doing just some... B roll of just somebody doing some customer doing crazy shit in the store. <laughs> yes, it's it's really Taking all the toilet paper. Yeah, yeah no, much. for real, just like different things like that. Like. Like someone like uh, like it was like a hot day and like someone like just locked themselves in one of like the freezers and it's just a five second bit of that and it's fun it, it's really funny yeah uh, but yeah I really like you know some shows you can see like oh yeah well the supporting cast is good enough to continue the show and I'm not saying that the other characters on the show aren't good but like to put them as the focus and take Amy out of it I'm not sure if it's gonna feel the same or if it's gonna have the same uh, like charm that it has without her on it so i think so they have a lot of strong characters they do on the show yeah so, so it's very I, possible i hope i, I would hope, hope so there's uh, a lot yeah. of other strong like like people who bring that same level of comedy that she does mm-hmm. to so balance it out agreed so hopefully the show doesn't suffer from her loss yeah uh, that's all i got all right um we're watching american horror story 1984 <sighs> Did you watch? Not that season, but every other. Um, so because now they they just became available on Hulu. Oh, um, so you got the whole thing. Yeah, because usually you know I'm on the Netflix schedule. Yeah, that's so right. I don't have to wait. It's like, right. oh, babe, it's on Hulu. It's just like, yes. <laughs> the whole the whole thing's on Hulu. The whole the whole, the whole thing, season. The whole yeah. season. Um, I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Although I heard it was wow. supposed to be like the worst season. Like there were critics were rating it like almost the worst season of American Horror Story, basically because Evan. What I think maybe you're not, you know, Evan Peters is in there, Sarah Paulson is in there. Got your main players just gone. Yeah, yeah, but I, there's I some say... other there's some other strong contenders on that show. I mean, you just I don't know, you just kind of I separate myself from that. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. You know what I mean? It, like you can still have a good show without your main main stars for sure. It's hard. It is hard. It, it's hard. Yes, it I harder. agree. But I've. I saw the entirety of 1984 when they were airing. Uh huh. And it's not a week to week watch though. It is. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I wouldn't even. If I'll, I'll tell you this. If if I wasn't watching it week to week, and if Megan wasn't interested in watching that show, I would not. I would not have watched it. Wow. Uh, only because of two reasons. One, I really liked the ep- the season beforehand. Same. Oh, it's not on that level. No, but no, it's, just, it's but not. But it's just like, like it's a fun season. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even say fun. I'm sorry. Maybe because you were expecting like what last season was. Yeah, I think last season was like Apocalypse, right? Correct. Yeah. So like I think if I recall, I saw season one all the way to Hotel, right? And then, so that was like one through five. 
And then season six, they were like, this is the mystery season. They're we're going, not going to tell Roanoke, you. Roanoke, right? It would be Roanoke, yeah. But like, we're not going to tell you what season this is. We, you got to watch, right? I sat there like every other schmuck, like waiting. <laughs> like, what are they going to do with it this season? And I watched the first episode. I'm like, well, this is garbage. Yeah. I'm not watching it. And then I didn't, I didn't watch all of season six. Then season seven was Colt. Didn't even bother with that. I liked Colt. Oh. It was, I was really Colt liked Colt. Really, I, really. I think it's significantly better than Roanoke. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Really? Okay. 100%. I wrote it off. I'm like, this isn't the season for me. It's oh. very tied to the election. Right. So like, that I knew. Yeah. I don't know. I thought they actually thought they did a really I good job. It was with great. That I would yeah. say top four out of them. Hundred so percent. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll take it back then. I I just I never gave it a shot. Season. I like the way that they put very good storytelling. In, I like the way cult. they put this in cult. I like okay. the way they put the story Too together. Too real, very real. Yeah, oh. for yeah. real. Like I was like, "Ooh, this is like, this is intense." <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's a pretty intense season. I'm you're. I'm disappointed. Oh, all right. Maybe, maybe oh, man. You're, you're, <laughs> you're being a little too hard on him. <laughs> I like to though. <laughs> he does. He does. Um, all right, maybe I'll, I'll give it a chance. You should. I'll give it a chance, and then tonight, season, to, right now. <laughs> like, just God, everybody. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, just kidding. Um, and then yeah, and then season uh, season eight was apocalypse. Which was great. I loved Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And then 9 was 1984. Which is your favorite so far? Ooh. Favorite is season 2. Always going to be season 2. Which, that is which Asylum. Was Asylum. Right? Mm-hmm. I thought Asylum was insanely it's phenomenal. It's the darkest. Darkest. It's pretty dark. Yeah, it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. <laughs> it's Season pretty one, dark. you get a lot of the the visual darkness. You see the nightmare. You see the horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Season two, you sort of assume... Um, and then what was season three? Was that Freak Show? No, that was four. Uh, three was Coven. Ooh, Coven, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so Coven sort of cl- goes. That's a close. That's a close tie. Uh, Coven was really good. Coven was because that's when they introduced Emma Roberts. That's when she yes, joined the show. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're also different. The variety is is good, and uh, I don't agree with you liking the last season though. You don't like you don't like apocalypse. Didn't like apocalypse. Oh, okay. I, I loved how they tied it all together. Like this is what I was waiting for, mo- more or less. And I liked how we got certain stories coming back. I felt like it was a sad attempt at trying to tie things together. Wow. And so much was left out, and it was like they were going in a direction and it took a turn. It almost made you wonder if it was a different director per episode, sort of situation, which I don't think it was. Was mm. it? I mean, they do have different directors per episode, but the main, for a TV series, it's all about the showrunner, because the showrunner has the vision, like the vision of right. the entire season, but you can have other ep- directors direct uh, the episodes, so I, it's possible. I felt like I understood why the main cast left after that season. I thought they said to themselves, okay, we're done. I mean, how right. do we follow this up? Right, yeah. We wrapped it up in a way that was sort of iffy. Uh, but to go from there to such a vast difference in the season I didn't watch, which was 1984. 1984. Uh, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. universe. It's almost like a universe ending. Like literally, yeah. I mean, it's called Apocalypse. Exactly. Yeah. And then the next season they go back to the past. Yeah, they go like to. It's ni- kind of interesting how they're building their universe. Uh, so how far how far are you in 1984? I'm probably like. I think uh, we're four episodes in. Four episodes in. Okay. And I think, how many, do you know how many there are? I don't. You know, I don't look. I know. I, just, I, I know. I, I don't look. I just hit play and That's just right. go along for it's the ride. That's a bad way to go about it. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Like, you, you're living in a dangerous life right now. That's the whole point. <laughs> I you know I there's to. a there's there's a subtle there's just something really nice about not knowing because then it's just then it's just something you don't think about then all you think about is a story okay 
No. <laughs> I got to know what <laughs> You got to know. I got to know what all, how, how many trailers do you watch? I bet you watch all the trailers, don't you? I do. Yeah. I feel Black. like... Oh, go ahead, Matt. No, go ahead. No, no I mean, I... Yeah, I, I need... I watch trailers so I know what I'm going into. Correct. But if any one of you said, go watch this movie blind, I would do it. But I couldn't be like, that's an interesting title. I'll go walk in there. I, I couldn't do it. I gotta know. I gotta know something. Why? Or or but I'm I'm easily like if you want to recommend me something, I'll do that. But, I, but then I gotta sell you on it. That's what a trailer does. I guess <laughs> that's me doing the trailer's job. I guess, I guess so. It's like go watch that movie. Yeah. That's, okay. That yeah. could go very wrong. Though. Well, that happened. <laughs> we talked about this before again. I I told her to go watch this movie on Netflix, and he did. And he's like, "What the hell did I just watch?" Yeah. The movie called The Perfectionist. Yeah. Or you The Perfection. One of the two. It's one of those. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a crazy ass movie. It if is. You want to know my thoughts? I saw in episode two. Needless <laughs> to say, it was a. It was a crazy ass movie that had a weird, had a just out of way out of left field turn. Yeah, in it, uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. So I think it's a Netflix original, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I never went back to look. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was weird. Uh, but yeah, I I never got into like literally. I was watching that current season, 1984, and I'm just sitting there like, when is this over? At this point, <laughs> I was I was watching it because I already started. And I was, I was, as one of the, we talked about this before, of like, I'm already in, I'm going to see it through. Maybe it might surprise me at the end. I'm not going to tell you how I thought about the end, because you're not there yet. Well. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> and that's the end. And that's, that's the, the end. end. <laughs> uh, also watching Superstore, um, we're caught up on This Is Us, and I was caught up on McMillions, but the finale was last night, and I didn't, oh. and I didn't watch the finale yet. Okay. How was how McMillions? Um, I love it. I love it. I'm still at the same part as last week, but oh, okay. oh I see. I see. Uh, do you know what McMillan? Have you heard about it? No, it sounds like a McDonald's documentary. It, is it? Yeah, oh, no, wow. that's exactly what it is. You're very close. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's on HBO. It's about the whole about the whole scam of revolving around it. It's in, like included in the FBI and the mafia. And yeah, like people dying. It's 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 a, a crazy ass documentary. All right, but it's very the way they show it is very. It's not like dark. Like you know. Right before I watched that one, we had watched the Don't Fuck With Cats documentary. Oh, yeah, that's dark. So yeah, I'm like, I'm in that like dark documentary mind. And then I go, I go to this, and then one of the FBI agents is like joking around and shit. <laughs> and his first meeting with McDonald's, he came in with a gold suit on. Oh, <laughs> wow. Because he, he wanted, was, he, was he wanted ready. to be like a French fry. It was, it's pretty funny. It's he pretty wanted funny. to be <laughs> like a French fry. Yeah, he wanted to look like a French fry. Golden and delicious. Golden and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, no, it is, it's a really great documentary. I definitely suggest you go check it out yeah i wanted to wait till everything is out and it looks like everything is out now the whole now the, the whole, whole documentary series. is out yeah i don't think i don't know i never watched a doc i mean i guess i could have tried it but i never watched a documentary week to week to like leave you hanging on whatever the story they're trying to unfold how how is that um it's fine because i watch so much other shit so i don't really think about okay, it <laughs> all right i'm not sure if a documentary but i know what you but i know what yeah. you mean though it would have felt nice there are a lot of times where i watch it be like oh, i just want to know what fucking happened yeah like, i don't want to come back that's what i that's what i don't want like, yeah like it's like just tell me the whole story it's very frustrating because i don't know because it's like ah like this actually happened like, yeah like, i want to know what i want to know i want to yeah, finish yeah. and are they an hour long 30 minutes long they're about an hour long oh yeah. so it's like a six hour documentary correct that's, that's five 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 or six five, or, five six. or six episodes okay. i don't know I don't, pretty, I don't look at the episodes uh, so right. really that's an investment though if you're gonna sit down and be like all right mcdonald's for the next six hours <laughs> you're gonna order mcdonald's twice in the process and like fifty dollars on postmates but that's true i mean like how long do we sit down and like really watch these crazy ass documentaries 
Uh, like, look at the Don't Fuck With Cats. What was that? Three or four three episodes? Hours. It was three it hours. Was three hours. Yeah. Three yeah. hours of watching about this fucking cat killer and people, about this guy chopping people up. Like, yeah, that's true. We ate all that shit up. We did, yeah. <laughs> you know what's not worth the three-hour time, Mark? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. The Irish. I feel like... He loves to, anytime he can reference about having to waste three hours of his life. I didn't, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was that bad. Yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, I, I started the another documentary uh, about the trial of Gabriel Fernandez, about that kid in Los Angeles County where his parents killed him. It's been like my sister's been recommending it to me. Hmm. And it's like, it seems very, like I watched the trailer. It's very intense. Yeah. Like, it's but then it's not only they didn't just put the parents on trial they also put the social workers on trial because they had history of it oh and like they could have known like they could have saved this kid's life i watched the first 20 minutes and i said nope like oh. it's too it's too much even for me for me it's too much it was it, where, where was this this is in los angeles no no no. i'm sorry the, where where do you find this it's on netflix netflix it's, it's on netflix. Netflix. It's netflix it's like one of, it's one of their top 10 oh i see i see came up on my recommended and now i'm wondering why i mean what have i watched recently <laughs> <laughs> that don't, probably the don't fuck with cats probably. documentary yeah. but it's it's very very intense so just if you're gonna watch it just be ready is it it's like, very just like a, is it a feature documentary or is it like a series no, it's like a, it's just this, just a feature documentary. It, no, okay. um, no, not, it's like a couple episodes. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's so like it's a docu-series. Docu-series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not typically one to stop what you're watching. I know. Though, it was so. too much. You know, I got little kids, man. That's it's, very it's, true. It's hard for me. Something, like, every time I start to watch it, it's like, you're not ready. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like nope. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to turn it off. Do, do you see yourself of like maybe picking it back up in a couple oh, I, I will okay i know i will but just not right now just like, not yet no, it's not, just no, you there's weren't so much other lightheaded lighthearted shit yeah. i'm watching and <laughs> let, let me rewatch superstore again you're funny <laughs> <laughs> go back in the freezer <laughs> <laughs> all right now i can watch 10 more minutes yeah, yeah. okay all right i feel better uh, i feel better like no 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 more no more no more and i also started uh hunters on amazon prime Ooh. the al pacino show yeah the, uh, and logan lerman logan lerman <laughs> 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 Uh, who was uh, Percy Jackson? Percy Jackson, yes, from The Lightning Thief. I really enjoyed it. I Is thought it's it really enjoy. It's it's fun. It's based on. It says it's based on actual events. What it's based yeah. on is um, um, a Jewish a refugee. He came over when he came over. He realized there were still Nazis in America, so he would like he would seek justice to have them. You know to not have their records expunged and stuff like that right. he did it in a legal way this is doing it in like a very this show is very comic booky but like in okay. a dark adult way all right not not like the boys not like that dark yeah the boys was dark kind of like but think of like a step down from that it's not a comic book but they're they're it's very there are a lot of comic book elements and themes right the yeah story. it looks like there's a group of people trying to uh, uh wrongdo the wrong they're, they're, trying to, they're trying to because there's german in this story the germans are um they're they're nazis in america yeah. and they're trying to raise the fourth reich like trying oh, to, okay. like trying to bring back the nazi army within america like taking america down right like coming up from within he okay. can handle that yeah <laughs> but, no, but it's but that's fake yeah it's, but that's yeah, fake yeah. <laughs> that's 100 percent very true like very just true. the event like the, the basically the events inspired the show okay okay and how how far did you get there? I'm one. I'm about halfway through episode two. Okay, it's good. The action is good. Yeah, Al Pacino is great as like an old Jewish man. It feels weird for him to be part of this, but but just, man, Al Pacino can do anything. That's he's, true. He, I mean, even though you didn't like him in The Irishman, I mean, that's not true. 
I said I liked him in the. I didn't care for uh, Robert De Niro that's right, in the that's Irishman. Right, that's right. I mean, and the whole movie in general. Think about his whole career. He that's, was fucking Scarface. That's right. Very true. <laughs> like, like to that, he to this, yeah, like he, he can do anything. It doesn't true. matter. Who he does. I guess for me, it's it's more of like, and I guess it's more common nowadays. But like signing up for a television show seems like seems the, like they all got to find a home. Uh, yeah, and like, but like an actor for that stature. Not to saying that now uh, TV series are becoming more popular and a lot of famous actors are doing it nowadays. Oh, yeah. But but now like I just haven't seen him do it, and so it's like oh you now are entering the TV world. So that's it's just intriguing for me to for him to do that. Like Logan Lerman, he I don't think he's ever done to my knowledge like any long form television series either. But he I don't feel like he's a a, a notable actor as Al Pacino. So I mean, not to that step. Right, like exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's just you know he's not he's not as old as he is. That, that is correct. Yeah, no, nothing against. <laughs> no, but I, no, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Um, so yeah, I I'm really interested in Hunters. So I'm glad to hear that it's doing at least you you think it's good. He was on a TV show called Jack and Bobby from 2004 to 2005. Okay, so that sounds like a season. It sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a season. <laughs> sounds like a season. Um, and then. For our review, we watched Onward. Yes. So, all right. Let's, uh, Alice, you have anything else to add before we jump into Onward? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Onward is something that I, I jumped into. It was sort of like a slow progression because okay. I saw that trailer so many times. I, I could quote it, but I won't. <laughs> uh, I think that was on every film that I went to the theater to see since seeing the live action Aladdin. Oh, yeah, I think they that promoted was the first oh, yeah. one. They, yeah. they, they promoted, promoted the shit out of it. <laughs> I, I thought the trailer, in comparison to the movie, which we were talking about earlier, was terrible. I thought it was yeah. an absolute misrepresentation of the entire film. So I'm glad that I saw Onward. Yeah. Uh, I'm not glad that I saw the trailer or <laughs> that I saw it 500 times. The trailer 500 times. Yes. Yes. All right. So we're about to dive into our spoiler review of Disney Pixar's Onward. Uh, so that's your warning. Um, I I don't I didn't hate the trailer for the movie. I just I was more intrigued with the trailer than anything. Like I like the first of all I love Pixar, so like they already have my money from there. <laughs> <laughs> and two, it's like all right, you are giving me a story that seems original, and so I'm gonna applaud you for it. Uh, so I'm I'm. I was optimistic. I wasn't like, wow, this is fantastic. It was just like, all right, let's see what you got. But I don't think I ever hated the trailer. Did you like, dislike the trailer? Or not I didn't care. You know me. I don't care. Yes. I didn't care either way. It was fine. I, I was saw like, it oh, once and that's it. <laughs> I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> and every time I came on, I would just not watch. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like you got to tune out. I was like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah, because in that way, because then a lot of times I forget. I'll for- completely forget about the trailer. Very I'll true. just remember that I It's like, oh, yeah, I did see a trailer for that. I do want to watch that. But, you yeah. did, but how many times did you see it? Less than five. Yeah, I like on a less notable count. Like, <laughs> yeah. but it would come on, but it was on like every thirty seconds. Like, yeah, <laughs> every time I went to the theater, it was like onward. It's like okay, yeah, right, yeah. I already know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, so, Alice, what did you think of the movie? Oh boy, uh, I I didn't hate it. Hate's a strong word. I okay. didn't hate wow. it. Uh, I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. I'm somewhere in the middle, which is often how I feel about Pixar films. Which you can come for me all you want. Yeah, but I think in general. I I don't I can't think off the top of my head other than maybe the Toy Story saga where they couldn't just make a Pixar film a short and mm. and I I feel like okay you've got the hero's journey 
there's they're all heroes' journeys, and m- like most Disney movies are. Yeah. But specifically Pixar, it's this is the one main character or two in some cases, and there they go, and there's a beginning, a solid middle, a solid end wraps everything up and makes you cry. And that's their point. But yeah. can you do that in 15 minutes? Mm, a lot of cases, possibly, and that's a big argument. Okay. Uh, but I think that that definitely qualifies as one of them. Is that th- this could have been told in 15 minutes? 15 minutes. I would have to agree with you. Ernesto, what did you, you I think? I mean, I like I like the movie, but I agree. I mean, there's no disagreement there. I mean, all of their movies could be made into shorts. That's okay. That's fair. I mean, yes, you could tell that story. Uh, but I, 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 yeah, I, I could not disagree more. I loved this movie. I liked sure. it. I really yeah. liked it. I mean, I saw it with my kids and it's yeah. a story about, you know, two brothers yeah. and his dad. So yeah. there I am with literally my two kids, my yeah. two boys, <laughs> like, you know, my wife and we went to see the movie. So, I mean, I'm looking at it through a different lens, Yeah. yeah. but I totally get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. On the family vibe though, a good point that I, I understood was, that's the story that hasn't been told is the family that's not the perfect mother father sister mm. brother dynamic right yeah that's a good point toy story sort of did that without saying it because uh, there was no father present right yeah. she was a single mother that we perceived right right yeah. yeah but this one was clearly hey he's not here right uh and that's something that i think you don't think is controversial and people don't condemn people for but my household growing up was I had older siblings, very similar to this film. And it was, yeah, they're going to help raise you. They're going to help you on mm, this journey. Right. Uh, and people people do condemn for that. If there's not the cookie cutter, mother, father, sister, brother, bam. Some people think that's an issue. Yeah. So really? telling children, hey, you're good. I think that was important. But that you're good with if you don't you have with, with, yeah. with what you have right exactly yeah i didn't really I, I did not think of it that way at all i just thought it was another take on you know just a, a different family uh, i never thought that it would have been an issue to have not a, a mother a father all this stuff especially with pixar because they don't the only family that i can think of that quote unquote is what you described is the incredibles you had the mother, you had the father, you had the the sister and the brother. Yeah. As it was your typical American family, quote yeah. unquote. Um, but I, you know, Finding Nemo didn't do that. Uh, oh, that's true. Monsters Inc. We didn't even know the parents. That wasn't even a. a, a but it wasn't. Talk. Well, but you can argue that either way because they, they were the parents. From what I remember, the parents were never even a part of the story. W- which story? For Monsters Inc. Oh yeah, no, they weren't even part that's of the story. Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Um, Brave had a family. Yeah, we uh, won't even talk about brave. Brave, brave isn't a discussion for this, this ooh, situation. Ooh, ooh, the You're gonna have to come back for a Pixar rant. Yeah, no, right? like, ooh, you definitely let, let, let the fire there. Yeah, exactly. You felt the sting. Yeah. <laughs> the Why is her hair red? Oh, it's Alex. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I love the I love the movie. I and I I don't know about you guys. I boohoo cried at the end of it, for sure. Like it, it, for me, where it hit the most was that uh, I never had a chance to. Again, this is spoiling the ending here, but I never had a chance to say goodbye to my grandmother when she passed away. So for me, it really hit home that that's kind of where the movie ended up going in that direction. Yeah, uh, because it, you know life happens 
and you know you make a mistake that you regret and so you know you just want to you know uh deal you're kind of living with that regret or maybe you wish things would have turned out a different way obviously you don't want them to pass away but you knew that it was happening and it was just a sad moment in your life it's that point of acceptance exactly and and for me this is where the movie surprised me i know we talked about this a while back and we said this movie can go two ways they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna go on this journey and they're either not gonna get to their father and they are gonna get to their father right that's or, or their father last minute right mm-hmm. there's only there's so many different directions this movie could end yeah and it's either going to be about the journey or it's going to be also about the journey, but we still got the resolution at the end. And I felt like we got a third option in this in this film. Mm-hmm. And, and the third option was that this movie, and I, I think that's where the trailer kind of misled you and also mid, less, mid, the, misled. Thank you. you. Myself. You. Was that I thought this movie was about sons tr- connecting with their father. And halfway through the movie, I realized that this movie was not about the relationship between fathers and sons but more of the relationship with between brothers, between brothers and how <clears throat> they and having siblings can really have a huge impact in your life that you know that I'm not saying that parents can't also have a huge impact in your life but in this particular situation you know uh our main character uh, played by Tom Holland, his name was Ian, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Chris Pratt played Barley, yep. so uh, who was the older brother, and they, you know, he was Barley was like the one that was really leading him along the way of being, you know, who the man who he is today. Something that I'm assuming that Barley was able to get from his father, you know, watching him grow up as well. So the fact that the movie went that direction, I wasn't expecting Mm. and that's where i felt like that the pixar magic was still there because they subverted my expectations in a good way of it not being about the journey of trying to you know rekindle the moment you had or moment you never had with your father compared to you know a movie being about brothers yeah so um did they I, i think they also had a lot of good funny moments in it they, yeah, but that's like you know, like most Pixar films, they have those good, they have those good moments, like you know, like little quick one-liners that you remember later. Yeah, uh, one of them, uh, we can talk about the, uh, the Guinevere, the the van. Yeah. Yes, the, the the part that stood out to me the moment where the the big brother was miniature, and <laughs> he goes, uh, and he's like in the so the the little brother Ian, he has to start driving. In the beginning of the movie, there was a point where he was trying to learn how to drive, and he just wasn't getting it. He didn't have the self-confidence to. Um, a whole bunch of shenanigans were going on, so they had to jump in the car, or jump in the van and go. And he's like, and he's like, you just got to merge. It's like, I can't merge. It's like, we never learned how to merge. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you never, I forgot what the, uh, I think I wrote it down. Um, I forgot the exact line, but it was hilarious you never learn how to merge you just do it oh that's yeah. right yeah. he said you're never ready merge that's you're what he never said. ready you, you, you're, <laughs> he's like i'm not ready like you'll never be ready merge it's <laughs> funny but it's true yeah <laughs> i died laughing like that's so true you're never gonna be ready to the especially like hitting the highway mm. i remember when i was in driver's head and they're like all right go on the highway like are you sure we, we can stick on the main road for a minute <laughs> Like we don't have to go straight to ninety five. Yeah. We don't. We don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get it, you know. And I, I feel like that for me, it was just a lot of relatable moments. Uh, and then I think that's where Pixar 
really shines is to have those relatable moments and have those real connections to to uh to people yeah so did you relate to all of the characters or just specifically the brothers because there was a lot of characters in there (laughs) that i personally named as jack black maybe like screech from saved by the bell (laughs) Uh, a pe coach that maybe you could relate to that just happens to be your mom yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then maybe crazy eyes from orange is the new black right so that's that's how I cast that film, uh, not taking away the value, because I, yeah. I think it still had, you know, the important messages and, and such. Yeah. Uh, but relatability, I mean. For me, I related to the brothers more. Okay. I mean, I am an older brother. I am also a younger brother. So uh, I'm like right in the middle there. Like there's like two of us in between that are classified as the middle child. Um, but yeah, so I, I was able to relate because I grew up with a house of brothers. So that was also relatable. I can't relate to the woman who was once uh, what was it a a a, a, a bear type right. uh, lion scorpion <laughs> yes. who was living her life uh, in, as a restaurant as a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was worried about tax collectors and, and re- reviews on Yelp reviews on Yelp yeah so I can't relate to that. I want to meet that person. <laughs> I want to hang out with that person. I want to be that person. <laughs> Uh, the the world that they built was also really interesting, and I think that was another thing that kind of uh, brought the movie together. Was and we can I think we can all relate to that world to some degree, and is the fact that there was once magic in in this land, wherever they are in this world, and they just found an easier way to do something, and therefore like electricity was a thing, and you know instead of sparking fires with magic, you just turn on a switch. And doing other things, eventually that way of living just got lost throughout time. It trained us, to, like humans, it trained us to be lazier than right. how we used to be. Exactly. Because we're not fucking scavenging in the woods like our ancestors. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, exactly. And and so now, you know, it's, it's like a world filled with fantasy, but with today's technology. And that's kind of like the world that they presented. But the the, the fantasy elements are still there. Only if you're looking for it. And I thought a good sentiment to that was like, I related to like Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, like the the big brother was like, he was all into, and he's like, this is based off of fact. This is history. And and so, and then they that proved to be a huge plot point in the film of like his knowledge. It was, it was the map. It was, yes. It was the roadmap for the film. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, exactly. And so like him having that background knowledge of like this, what, what was a, a made up, game mm. was actually proven fact of actual history and so i i thought that was a really intriguing way because then when they introduced magic it was fun because like oh can you do it is it actually kind of real maybe not but we're going with it anyway so so yeah i i i liked it for those reasons um anything is anything you um, I just really liked I re- the thing I really liked about it. I just I, I related a little bit to the dad. Just like he doesn't need to say anything, but he still sometimes is able to get his point across. The pants are enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the pants and the shoes. Like sometimes you just you just I guess sometimes your dad doesn't need to say anything. He just needs to be around. Right. You and just need his essence around for you to feel to feel even that much a little bit better. That's a good point because. Obviously, he didn't say anything. He didn't. It's just the subtle things that he did, like when he heard the vibrations in the van. Yeah. Like, he didn't know that his boys were fighting. He just can kind of feel it. Yeah. So that he just started 
whatever he could do to break the tension. He broke the tension in that one moment. And like that created a moment for the brothers to connect. Right. Exactly. And I have a question for you with that in particular. Do you think because the, the almost 99% of the movie, he was just pants and, and shoes and socks. And, um, do you think he knew what was going on or he just knew that he was with his sons i just think he knew he was with his sons but you don't know you don't you don't think he knew what was happening um i think he might have had an idea because he left the spell for them right right right. but like i i was having a hard time realizing like was there a brain there i mean obviously there was because he knew that he was with the sons yeah at least that's what the sons thought that they were but it was hard to really for me to relate to that character when they didn't put a lot of focus on. I think you explained it very well was that he was just a presence for the boys. Yeah. And, and like just having them there was like a good, and also the drive of the film was for him being there. Yeah. So, um, and I really like the, the road analogy, you know, it's like, don't take, don't always take the easy road. Sometimes a hard road, like life, like, don't always try to take the easy way out. Like right. you have to, you have sometimes more often than not, you have to take the hard way to figure things out. Right. You uh, know, and sometimes it brings you right back to where you weren't even looking. And, and, and this, which is exactly, you know, kind of like what happened in the film. They come all the way back and ended up right in front of the school. Exactly. So with the school, here's, here's what I, my gripe on the school. Okay. This screech from saved by the bell. What was his name? <laughs> Uh, Dustin Diamond was his no. name. No! <laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah. oh. the, the, the son, the character, the skinny Oh, character. Ian. His name Ian. is Ian. Right. <laughs> oh, you mean what he looked like. like yeah, oh, I got, I got it. No, I, was like, <laughs> I was a little confused. Okay, like, the girl was... Diamond's not in the I hope not. So Ian was not treated well at school. So that was a place that he dreaded. He didn't have friends. He wanted to be the socialite he wanted Mm -hmm. to be a better person a better version of himself right and he made personal goals to strive to be that way yes they were based on his father's past but you know the whole film judging by the past learn from what people before you have done Mm -hmm. however at the end of the film it was he was welcomed with open arms he was suddenly the celebrity he didn't do anything to get to that point other than not do the things that were on his list he sort of became the cool kid and became accepted by default which doesn't happen that's something that isn't common and if it is it's like wait a second (laughs) wait a second that's misproving everything that you started with at the beginning of the film so that i didn't like i did love the dragon i thought the dragon (laughs) was was phenomenal but with the with the other thing i think maybe is like he always was cool, but he was just too afraid to jump and make that effort. I I, I kind of agree with her, Nessa. You know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, there was a point in the movie where he had his list. And he's like, I want to invite my I want to invite people over for my birthday. And they're like, Yeah, we'll yeah, come. yeah, we'll, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We never see them again. They didn't. No, that's not true. We saw him at the very end of the movie. Yeah, oh. that's when he became the cool kid. Yes, yeah, when he became the cool kid. He's like, Hey, I'll catch you guys in the park later. He's like, All right, cool. All right, yeah. 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 Looking at the ogre with the nasty feet. <laughs> Rude. Why would he, why would he want to be his friend? Why I would yeah. he take his feet off of his chair just because now he's more socially acceptable? Like, no, just don't do it. I'm yeah. not sure if the ogre was off. ever. <laughs> you're right. Just take your nasty feet off. Was the ogre ever 
brought back in the movie? I don't think no, so. No, they didn't, they so. didn't reshow that. But no. I mean, that was just a point to show like how unconfident he was in himself. Right, like, right. He just, he was just a pushover. Like, yeah, exactly. He was a pushover. Because that happened to me. I'm like, you're going to, you're going to take your shoes. You're going to yeah. take your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go put your I'm feet only going to ask nicely yeah. once. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, he also introduced the town magic again without knowing. I mean, he was the cool kid, but he was also... The magic led him to confidence. And then that confidence led him to... At uh, I'm assuming at the end of the movie, he was teaching people about magic. Like, hey, it still exists. Like, we can still use it. Yeah. And it's still around. But... Like and it's it's not like a, a a thing that can be not used again, you know. It's, it's yeah. What what I what I kind of like is that the film did like I feel like they did like a little sub story or like teaching almost like teaching everybody to like find yourself. Yeah. Because like the whole movie like with the with the horse when at the end when he's like, oh, you're gonna ride the car to work? He's like, no. Yeah. I'm gonna run. I was born to run. Right. Yeah. And like you know, they taught the kind of like what you were saying. Like they taught the pixies to start flying again. Yeah. So instead of riding their bikes, they just started flying around everywhere. But and it's I, elements that they already had. So it's saying yeah. you never lost yes. the magic. Ex- it's yes, still it, there. That's exactly what it is. But and it so, also kind of ties into about the confidence that Ian had. Just about to say that. Sorry. Yep. I, no, I, no, 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 no. Go ahead. No, get, continue what you're saying. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, he was like, he, he was always he was always cool. He just never thought that he was cool. And how many people live with that? Like, yeah. thinking Everyone. that... Everybody lives <laughs> yeah. with that. Thinking that you're not good enough when you really are. You just haven't... You just need to have the courage to take the step forward. And, and at least, like, and that courage also had a double meaning because the courage led him to being in full control of this magical staff Yes. Because like he couldn't use it if he wasn't confident. Yeah. And the movie slowly built to his confidence that he's like, I can't get this working. Like I'm saying it right. But like, but the brother even pointed out like, yeah, you're saying it right, but you're not saying it with like gusto. You like you yeah. gotta really mean it. It's like your soul. You like I really mean it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so like the you fact that focus. he was, you gotta focus exactly. Even there was a funny scene when he was trying like to grow the gas can, and he's like, okay, you gotta arch it back this way and go this way, and then he's like, yeah, yeah, get one of those, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, no, you're doing it all wrong. And like you just you just gotta be confident. And that was like I I think the magic was a good physical, rep- uh, a, a good physical way of showing that the, his, his magic was representative of his confidence. Yeah. And that was like a yeah. visual motif of yes. that same thing yes. is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Um, so I, I think that that was a good reason to have that because there was a whole bunch of other reasons. I, I forgot another point of where he, like the magic just kept growing. But mm. either way, obviously toward the end of when he was battling the dragon, he was like in full control. Like he wanted... His uh, um, he fucking threw that thunderbolt right out. Yeah, seriously. But I forgot what the spell was. He was like, yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like you, you think there was like a moment where, and I, another good point, like this, this film, I, I saw the movie twice. I saw the advanced screening, and then I went to go see it again. Like I said, like, I knew how I felt you about the film <laughs> just by you telling me you were gonna go see it again in Dolby. Yes. <laughs> And I, yes, Maybe I Matt just really likes Dolby. Yeah, you don't know. And I love Dolby. I know you do. You love Dolby. <laughs> I got you hooked on Dolby. Yes, you did. <laughs> I mean, it's part of A-listing. It's, it's already including the price, but that, that's irrelevant all, at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's irrelevant at this but point. But <laughs> they made a good point of, like, uh, the staff, for example. And they were, like, uh, they were like going to use it. And he's like, oh, and, like, what's going on? He's like, splinter. It's a splinter. Like, like, And then they did it again. Uh, like, uh, like, I think they were trying to, like, walk across the bridge. And, and he's like, oh, what's wrong? He's like, oh, don't, don't worry about it. It's a splinter. And then and toward the end of the movie, he 
loses the staff from the dragon and there was a small little piece of wood left in his hand or left in his palm from the splinter and he was able to use that very small splinter to grow a new staff mm. by one of the spells he's used and so without like it they were like um jokes in the beginning in the middle of the movie but it proved to be a an asset to the end of what they were trying to very say. Pixar. Exactly, yeah. very yeah. Pixar. There was the, uh, the gelatinous called the gelatinous cube. Cube, yeah. right? They mentioned it. I didn't. I didn't notice it first viewing. They actually mentioned it three times in the movie before we actually saw it. Yeah. In in conversation, I didn't. I, for me, I didn't pick up mm. the fact that they were like, "Oh, you don't want to mess with this thing," as like, and then they think it was just a myth, and then all of a sudden it was real. Um, so. So yeah, and then the uh, the van of them like <laughs> when he destroyed the van, uh, and it was like reminiscing of like a horse, and like it lost its tire, and it was like galloping <laughs> around, and uh, I think the van played a, a huge role in this movie as well. Like they they made a good part again going back to foreshadowing. They made a good part of uh, um, showcasing that the AC blows hard, and so when they were in danger, the Ian remember that, and he hit the AC, and all the pixies went flying. Yeah, went flying out. Fly, yeah. Uh, flying out. So yeah, I, there was a lot of that that um that I uh, appreciated, in, in a second viewing, that they really they basically gave you a lot of physical elements and cues of like this is going to be important later in the movie, so you right. probably should pay attention. Uh, and, and and a lot of kids' movies don't put that much effort into it. True, they set it up to be a fan favorite. They yeah. knew what they were doing in a way where it's not just to watch it once. They want you yeah. to go back and find the Easter eggs and find the the magic. Yes. Yeah, because they got to put it in the Disney. They got to sell it to you in the Disney parks. Oh, yeah. for sure. yes, they do. <laughs> I and mean, uh, you know, Disney's figured it out. They figured it. They figured mm-hmm. out the the perfect way, the balance of how do we make the movies and then sell that shit in the theme parks. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, you have they to. They do, yeah. <laughs> and it works. And it works a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Uh, what'd you think of like the ending of the movie, like with like uh, the so like basically you know we have Ian wanting to meet his father for the first time, and and then we have this backstory of Barley never wanting to, he didn't have that chance to say goodbye to his father when he was young. It was an interesting change in yeah. the plot. I was like, oh, like. Oh, now all of a sudden he's got a fourth memory that he's been hoarding. But I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it may give him some more backstory. Exactly. And so it, the movie gave you, like, you were still rooting for, like, the brothers to meet them. But because of the danger that was at hand, the and I guess because of the Ian's realization that he had a father figure growing up, that he took more or less the hero's sacrifice to not eventually meeting his father. And I feel like that was, like, very heartbreaking when I was watching it. Like, you were this close, and, like, you defeated the dragon, and there's, like, this physical barrier that, like, of this, like, because you're stuck in a hole, and you can see the interaction going on, but you just can't do it, and you're able to give your bigger brother a chance to say goodbye rather than meeting your father. I think that's where it totally separated the what people thought they were going to see versus what they actually saw in theaters. So, okay, yeah, it's about it's about the guy with the pants. It's about the father, <laughs> but it wasn't. That's right. where it could have taken a turn. And although, of course, the entire movie lays it out that, okay, maybe this isn't so much about the dad, it's about the brothers, that's where it solidified that thought. It's It totally cleared the slate of 
the father being an important character really at all. The father was more of the glue that held the main plot points together. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. 100% agree. Like he, you know, he could have, he could have easily said yes. And he went because, you know, he did, obviously he did all the work, but you know, he decided because his brother was there for him his whole life, he'd be there for him. You know, he, that's something that he'd be able to give to him. You know, think about all the he's he's thinking about all the things that he taught him. Right. Said, let me give him this one thing that he never got to do. That that's a good. I didn't think of it that way. Um, like the little brother giving something to his big brother because the big brother gave everything to the little brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good way of looking at it. Um, I liked I liked the the animation in this movie was beautiful. Beautiful as always with the Pixar movies. I I the thing that stuck out for me the most was actually the notepad. When he was writing down like the things I need to do for the day, and um, and like it was again that that moment when he realized that like I wanted to learn how to drive or be more confident or take long walks or play catch. He's like, I'm doing that already, and like you see him like checking off the boxes and all that stuff. I'm like, damn, that's some pretty good animation right there. <laughs> Those are some nice boxes. The nice boxes, yeah. They, they definitely uh, no uh, weird squares going on. So Alice, more or less. Besides the that, it could have been fifteen minutes. <laughs> I I mean I didn't not enjoy it. Uh, I, gosh, overall review. It was a it was a good movie. It was a good family movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, would I watch it in my free time just because I want to watch a good movie? Probably not. I would high, I would choose Toy Story over it any day. Uh, oh man, yeah, it's Toy Story. So it's I Toy Story. That, that's a hard one to beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is. <laughs> but. I, I mean, I'd, I'll watch it again in my lifetime, but I didn't have the same reaction of Matt where he ran back out. Oh, I want to see this again, but even bigger and better. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I'll watch this again in like a year or two on Disney+. Plus. Okay. So that's that's my overall rating. I'd give it like, you know, like six stars out of ten. Six stars. Six stars. Yeah. Ernesto, what was like your overall? Overall, I, I really enjoyed the film. I told you, I kind you know, I kind of connected with the the lower half of the dad, I guess. <laughs> and uh, um, I guess Ian's character, because I'm, I'm a younger brother. So yeah. just looking at it from Ian's point of view and getting snippets from the dad's point of view. And just that overall, I kind of like that little subplot they threw in there where like everybody trying to find themselves and that conf- it's all about building your inner confidence. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, we, we didn't talk about this, but the mother kind of had her own journey as well. I think I, am they, a I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there wasn't a character that didn't have a journey that wasn't going onward per se. I think that Oh, ever, that's a good point. I think that yeah. was their whole point. Like even the sheriff, the yeah, he, he was going onward. He was figuring out what he was doing. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they brought it up when that scene where he's using the spell to disguise himself and they're talking yeah. about okay, you know, it's not easy being a being ste- a stepfather. stepfather yeah, right. you know, they kind of threw that in there too. So that's inter- I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. Um and and that to just to throw, to throw that wrench, you know, he, you kind of felt for the for the stepfather a little bit. He's like, look, guys, you know, you, you're it's like, I'm just trying to, just... I'm, I'm just trying right now. Um, they even made a funny like physical joke of like the father, like he's like, all right, guys, you gotta. He's like, I know there was family drama happening, yeah. and like they 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 cut to like the the pants, and he's like putting his one leg behind his back or like his one leg behind the other, and he's like scratching. He's like, well, this is awkward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think that he too much related to Hopper from Stranger Things visually? I think yeah, side with by the mustache. That's that's funny you brought that's, that's that up. I thought that yeah. I thought that a little bit. I was yeah. like, maybe it's because I'm watching it. Maybe it's just because <laughs> that's the way it is. That's but, just the way it is. Yeah. 
that was disappointing. <laughs> no, how dare you? <laughs> um, but yeah, they, I, I think even like the mom, like they, she was just a nice, you know, sweet mom just trying to get after her boys. But, and, but she understood what was going on as well. And like, and then they even gave like uh, a comeuppance to the, to the store, the, the restaurant owner. Mm. She's like, I, I am, I am better than this. I don't, I can't, I, what am I doing running a, 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 a restaurant? Like, almost like a Chuck E. Cheese. It yeah. Like. It's almost like a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I, she, I can't be this thing. We're going to remodel. And then she just started let the place on fire. <laughs> like, I think you went a little nuts there, yeah. lady. She went manticore on it. She went full manticore. <laughs> at the, I mean, at the end, spoiler, you see it. You see what she's done with it. Right. Yeah. She, and it's it, got like an old and new feel kind of to it right that old tavern feel it's just like more or less bringing back up her confidence Mm -hmm. and now she has a cool story to tell like i almost almost slayed the dragon yeah exactly i think she was taking credit on that it's like and then i took my sword like "Eh, no you didn't whoa 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 whoa, you did not do that that was all mr magic boy over there (laughs) um speaking of the dragon he i second viewing i the roar that he does was a the school school alarm the, the, really? Yeah. Huh. I, I, I picked up on it the second time. It was like, a and I was like, but it was masked with like a, a dragon war. Yeah. A dragon roar. Roar. Yeah. Roar. <laughs> it was like, roar. Some heavy detail there, Matthew. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I will say that seeing the movie in Dolby didn't enhance my experience. Doesn't seem like it would. No. Did, did it? do anything for you no i i was disappointed that it didn't it was uh, no i don't see how it really could have did you no i didn't i mean for me since i had a list it was just like it this the time worked and it doesn't it never hurts to see a movie in dobe but like there was nothing that, like, eh. yeah there's nothing that i got from the origin from uh normal screening that i got because when you go into adobe theater you're supposed to like right. like you want your sheet. It's you, a great explanation. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you want like your your seat to shake. Yeah. And there wasn't like, any. Like when you saw, I don't know. Did you see Ford v Ferrari in Dolby? No, I didn't. I Intense. bet. Intense. I bet it was. Like I literally felt like I was in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. oh, oh, oh shit. shit Christian Bale, let's go. <laughs> so Matt, you weren't riding the dragon. No. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to. He wanted to real bad enough I to bet. go see it again. It's like, take me on your bell. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> next time, wow. next time, Matt. Ne- next, next time, I guess I'll find a better movie to ride the dragon on. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on that note, we're uh, gonna move on from my review. Yeah, yeah. and then Alice. <laughs> I'm not going to pronounce your last name again because I'm going to fuck it up. Course, you know, I respect that. Do you remember what he said earlier? No, but Damn I will it. someday. And it's, I remember it and I will I, never say it again. Yeah, it was great. It was beautiful. I really, I want you to say it again. You I took was... the ugliest last name in America. And your last name is not oh, ugly. It's, it's, the, the moment that goes away, no matter no matter if I just am like, I, I can't take this anymore. I'm going to change it to Smith. Just, just within, Alice Smith. Just within myself. No matter how it goes away, it's fine. But no, that's that's gone. That's that's not I don't, a pretty well, name. I don't think that you have an ugly last name, oh, which is why I took so much emphasis. You yeah, made it. Was... You made something real ugly as pretty as it could possibly get. So. I know. I know. Ernesto wants to bury his pronunciation of what he thought your last name was, but I'm trying to recall it right now because I really want to. Bring I know. It back I up. remember it. It's been replaying in my mind since the second I said it. I'm I was like, the it. whole time we've been doing this interview, I was like, I can't believe I fucked up her name. Like, I, I feel like such an was asshole. it Michelle. <laughs> I, 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 I'm never saying it again. Anyways, 
like an accent on it. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> it was there. Um, yes, Alice, otherwise known as TD Alice. Yes. Which is not a, I just want to throw it out there. That is not a name that I dubbed myself <laughs> no. or what I ever. No, we gave it to we, you. We definitely we, we gave take, that. We yes. take full credit for that. Right. For sure. Uh, but TD stands for technical director, and she is a technical director for the local news station that we all work at. So we're all co-workers here. Um, so I guess if we're going to ask any first question was, what is your your journey to... Like what brought you here what, to be a yeah. What got director. me onward? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, once upon a time, I was in elementary school. Let's start there. Okay. Oh, we're and going I, way back. Way yeah. Back. <laughs> and I, I did exactly what I do now. It was always what I wanted to do. Not so much technical direct and hit all the buttons. But so you're always TD Atlas? I was always, in a way. <laughs> Mini TD Atlas. Yeah. Mini, Mini TD Atlas. She was lowercase TD Atlas then. <laughs> a dash um but uh, yeah i did that then did the whole ucf thing and that was great and uh started working at where we all work and uh did do what you guys do and i think a lot of people think there's some extensive ladder to climb uh but for me having gone through all the different steps of the ladder metaphorically uh I think you guys rock it out the hardest by far. I think that the the step of being in the studio, the step of working and sweating and walking around, I think that's significantly more intense uh, than than the step that I'm at right now. Not that it's not intense. We're not uh, here to talk about us. We yeah, to talk about no, I, I, I get you. you said, I get but you, you were also in our same yeah. shoes. Once we learned before. from you very we recently. Did. Yes, and you often trained all of still. us. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you. But it, it's been a journey. Uh, it's been a good journey. And right now, button pushing and sweating a lot and <laughs> having the director say, what smells like buttery biscuits? And me saying, oh, I don't know, but it's really the sweat pouring out of my head. Uh, that's that's where I'm at so, right now. So for those who don't who are listening who don't know exactly what a technical sure. director is, what it, what a is technical that? director is what puts what you see on air so for us it's a news station i don't know if you guys have covered that yeah. uh but it's a live show so anything that the director calls and says this is what's coming up next it's how the show f- is formed you're the one who puts it in order what is already put in order by the producer you're the one sending it out to the people at home but there's so much more than just button pushing uh, you, yeah you, you add effects you add sparkly yeah. little things so and make it pretty give us give us your your uh, not day to day but like you walk in to the to this to the stu- to the uh, you walk into the control room <laughs> I, I do yes you do and so like what what is your your step what is your process sure i walk in every day <laughs> and there's a step open the door uh you make a lot of notes uh we get rundowns so you see what's going to be in the show uh for to some degree you have to know what's ahead of you so if you need to put people inside of boxes if you need to add special transitions or uh, different things are going on in the world. Like right now we have a lot of political stuff. So we have special stingers and effects that you put before uh, the actual video or live hit at the anchor desk. Those are the things that you see and you add in um, and you have a certain degree of know-how and you do it. You push the buttons in the right order and you hope it goes right. And it's not just you're pushing buttons. If you look down at the TD board, there is a lot of buttons there. Yeah, there's, there's buttons, it, there's, there's a lot of buttons. There's a lot, a lot of buttons. buttons. <laughs> so, like, you got to know which ones to hit in which order. And, like, if you had 100 buttons, you have to hit... There's but- more than 100 buttons. There, I, there has to be. Like, <laughs> uh, 500? 
I don't know. I like that number. Let's go with that. Five hundred. That's, that's a big number, Matt. Five hundred <laughs> buttons. It's like a wall of buttons. Wall of buttons. Yes, that needs to be pressed with consistency and timing and in a certain order. So that does not come to any, uh, like you're, you're you're not just pushing buttons. Like there's a lot of skill that needs to be required to do that. You you use the hands. You use the hands. <laughs> uh, I would hope so. You use them and yeah, skill skill yes, absolutely. Uh, I would not say that I am at that level yet of having the skill. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but it's definitely something that takes a lot of practice, and not so much practice as in like, oh, I've been playing basketball my whole life, and I'm finally on a team, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> but but just repetitive motion with your hands right. and your mind so and that's also the mentality that we all come come accustomed to with working with anything live the, yeah. for our case this is live television but i mean any live event and you're a td you have to be literally your hands are hovering over hundreds of buttons for hours for hours yeah, yeah. and requires 100 percent of your of your attention yep. yes like you cannot be diverted and looking at anything else like no. that needs to be your 100 percent attention because one little detail that you that you think oh it'll be fine that's the one that usually screws you yeah. <laughs> completely true how, how how like how big are these buttons how big are the buttons? Matt, you know, Matt, Matt. You know how big the buttons <laughs> It's like regular buttons. <laughs> no, but, but when I, uh, There's this one button there. It's like eight inches in diameter. <laughs> I just have to use both hands. You haven't seen it. It's under, it's under the, it's the emergency button. What I was getting at was is that it can be very, like, depending how big the buttons are. <laughs> it can, I know you're messing with me, but I'm, I'm trying to get poor, damn it. Yeah, I got you. Is that the, the, like the, the buttons can be very close together and oh, can be wider can. or smaller than the other buttons that are next to it. So, like... Like you can easily confuse or accidentally hit the one uh, literally right next to it. You can, and it happens. It happens all the time, and it's those mistakes, just like you guys deal with, that are like, ah, yeah. why did my hand hit, hit the emergency <laughs> button? <such> a, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> um, and there's no explanation for that, but it's like you know, there there was a director, and and they said to me, you know, oh, I can't believe I made this mistake. I can't believe I did that. I said, you're human. We're humans. We're not robots. You know, those things aren't gonna happen. And the response was. No, I'm not. <laughs> you, what? You, you feel that mentality, though, when you're in that position. And you guys know as well. Yes. I mean, there's times when you are so hard on yourself. But at the end of Me? the day... No. At, the, at the end of the day, they're buttons. But the switcher is interesting because... Uh, the sequencer, actually, because you have sort of like spidey hands because all of the buttons come off. So there may have been multiple times where, where you see me pushing buttons that aren't actually buttons uh, because the little things that label the buttons come off on your fingertips, but it's actually the plastic button itself. Yeah. And, and you're done. When, when you pick your hand up and it's covered in buttons. Like, Which one is it? Which one? No, 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 no. That must be from, is that like from sweat from just standing over the board? Not like? even. Sometimes it's just like static or just it, the button just wanted to say, hey, I, and it's done. Um, so you got to know the buttons without the labels too. Sometimes Ooh. that's fun. Ooh, that that one big button. <laughs> I would say the one thing I this is just totally random. The one thing I have to, I notice I have to worry about is static electricity. Like I'll walk. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, like specifically working in the studio. Like I'll work either working in the studio, working in the audio booth. Like if I don't ground myself before I walk out, if I go to touch the door, I will literally shock myself. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. This one. That's happened to me so many times. Like. <laughs> 
it's gotten to the point where I start tapping my hand on the back of the door before I go to open it. <laughs> you just kind of like, just like, ooh, okay, Especially no, with those good. big metal doors in the yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty big. Or yeah. just those long flowing locks of hair <laughs> shoot up to the sky. Shh. <laughs> I'm Electro! <laughs> Sorry. Random ring. <laughs> So, you know what really grinds my gears? Grinds <laughs> my gears. Electricity. Like, electricity. That damn electricity. Gives us power, but fuck it, it hurts. <laughs> I don't uh, know how Pikachu does it. It's, just, it's always built up in there. I like Matt. He, like, he always thinks my jokes are funny. <laughs> they are funny. I don't worry about you. So hard on yourself. <laughs> Dear world, these two are the hardest people to deal with because they are so down on themselves, but they're the most talented people oh, you all come across. So, and uh, not, to say that there, not to say that there aren't more. We work with a lot of very talented Correct, people. Correct, but, but you guys have to give yourself credit. I'm all right. <laughs> I could always. The problem is, is that I always look at myself and I go, "You can always be better." Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that and that's kind of where that stems from. Yeah. It's like I suck, but I just want to suck a little bit. Yes, a little bit less. What do I always? Say? I want to suck a little bit less than yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that's you know it's it's you gotta gotta find that drive. That, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. And like, it comes with anything you want to yeah, do, any endeavor sure. you want to take on. Mm-hmm. So, but you you don't you also have an interest in theater. You you were just recently teaching theater. I how, was. And how was that? Do you what is your love? Do you, like is your pat? So where is your is your passion more on the TV side, more on the theater side? So, uh, theater. I've been also doing theater forever. I wouldn't take it down to elementary school, but let's start like middle school this time, guys. <laughs> uh, that was something that I sort of let go. It was something that I did just as much as I worked in production as a adolescent, as a teen. Uh, and I sort of dropped it early college. Uh, but my interest in theater didn't go away. So I was like, all right, I know some things. Let's get this ball rolling again. Uh, so I, I have been teaching theater. Scheduling dropped that out for a little bit. Uh, but we'll see what happens in the future. Uh, I go to plays a lot. That's that's something that I have <laughs> been doing more of lately. Uh, what were you doing uh, when you were... You, you were, were you teaching theater? Yeah, no, I taught improv specifically. Uh, and then I also worked with little kids. My ages were truly probably, let's say, 3 to 17. Oh, wow. So wow. It was That's a very a, wide it range. Was very, <laughs> it was a very wide range. Uh, but it was also extremely cool because you see a three-year-old react to the same sort of situations that a 17-year-old would um, yeah. and enjoy the same theming and the same scope of their work and what they're doing and they everybody practices the same way it's just watching them enjoy what they're doing which was so cool um can can you go into detail what exactly you were teaching them sure (laughs) so i did give us a lesson all right (laughs) uh i did a lot of improv so it was sort of you know improv is like what you've seen on whose line is it anyway so just speaking and acting um in an improvised improvised fashion so no scripts uh, just doing what you feel and using emotion and using uh, physical movement and your imagination. And that's something that any age could do. And it's also crazy stress relief. Because, I mean, like what we do all day, mm. we're we're 
in a building. We don't know what time of day it is. Very true. <laughs> is Very it, true. Is it three in the morning? Is it five p.m.? Same thing. <laughs> uh, it was the same to me. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the 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 repetition definitely uh, needed some stress relief. And I, where did I go? I went to theater, which yeah. was something that I knew. So some people, like I know Ernesto, you do the martial arts. I do. Work. I do taekwondo. Matt, Krav Maga. You. I, I watch movies. You watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's still that's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So it's what you know. It's what you love. And I think that that no matter what you do, you end up reverting back to your instinct and your passion. So theater and TV are sort of, you could definitely intermingle mm-hmm. things like stage direction, floor direction. Right, yeah. Uh, so it was it was an easy transition back into it. it. I picked up like I never left. So that was fun. Which do you prefer if you had to pick? there's no (laughs) there's there's no choice because you've got they're both passions they're both something that you work for and towards and with um i don't know oh i'll ask this where where, what was your first passion or that was that like kind of integrated with your when you were growing up like did you start did you fall in love with tv TV in elementary no let's (laughs) (laughs) let's let's go with this so when i was little uh i loved this is this is crazy. I loved the sing along song Disney videos. So right there you've oh, got. I remember okay. those. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So so let's play on that and say what did I like about them? I didn't just watch them. I studied them, and that was mm. a lot of things like that as well. So movies and TVs growing up, I didn't just watch Nickelodeon. I studied it. Mm-hmm. All that wasn't just a show. It was this is this, this is, is homework. This is homework. Yeah, I totally. So get that, yeah. you could take that and split it in two easily and say, was I watching for the theatrical elements? Yeah, I was. But was I? And it was entertaining that way. Right. But did I also say that camera shot was amazing? <laughs> yes, I did. Mickey Mouse looks so great at a ninety degree angle. <laughs> Ooh, look at that bump movie. Yes. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. Right. <laughs> so so things of that nature. I that's how it began. So oh. how to split it? I don't know. So it kind of came in all at once. Yeah, what it sounds like. I can I can relate because uh, I also I don't know if I told you, but I also did theater in middle school. Oh, I think I've told you the story, Matt. Uh, my horrific experience in seventh grade. Oh no. yes, but please go on. Oh, you want me to retell the story? Yeah, I'm sure you do. I do. <laughs> yes. In seventh grade, I had a monologue. And I went on stage by myself with a spotlight on me, and I forgot my lines. Oh, boy. And I was laughed off stage Aww. by adults. <laughs> That's very mean. Yeah. They need to see Onward and learn about magic. They did. <laughs> they do. They um, do. So that's why I liked improv, because it's not a monologue. And yeah. I told my students, I didn't go in. They, I did have to do monologues with them for a class. And my first thing with them was, you say, oh, we're doing monologues. They grunt. It was an instant grunt. Mm-hmm. And I wish that it wasn't that way. Uh, so I did poems. So they did poems instead of monologues, but they were still, there was still characterization. They still related to a character, um, which was cool. But then it wasn't so bad. So you sort of, if you have the right teacher, I think it could go well. But if you're like, hey, kid, here's a Shakespearean monologue. <laughs> you're in seventh grade. Get up on stage. Yeah. I am sad that you had that experience. That's okay. But then in eighth grade, I got most improved drama student. Oh, never mind. Ooh, most learn. improved. Yeah. You didn't tell me the happy ending to this story. I mean, it's still a horrific experience. Oh, yes, that, it is. You yes. know, every, every couple of years, I'm like, no. Like, I get a shake in the middle of the night. <laughs> you wake up. No, don't laugh at me. <laughs> Like, they're all gonna laugh at you they're all gonna laugh at you. Horrible. 
a relatable experience. When I was in high school, we had something called the Audition Project, which uh-huh. was very helpful. However, because, you know, if you're actually going to go into this field, you're going to audition. You had to do two consecutive monologues, and then you had to sing. Oh, fuck. After Jeez. doing two consecutive monologues. Long story short, it didn't go so well. Um, so I, I feel you, and I'm sorry, but... Uh, T.D. Alice doesn't sing. T.D. <laughs> Alice don't sing. She does in her car, really loudly. We're going to have really to bug her car. I would like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> the bug car. Uh, I, I, I cannot say that I have done any theater experience whatsoever. I mean, maybe when I was very young. But as far as theater, if any, like the closest thing I got was, again, being behind the camera. Uh, when it was in high school, they our production class got a way to make money. And so uh, we had this full-on production to film high school plays. So we had um, like, damn, I forgot the name of it. You had three cameras like on on the top of getting like three different angles of the play. And then you had one that had the camera that wasn't on a tripod. Uh, uh, Yeah. And um, and, uh, he was uh, like very close to the stage. And so then after that, and so that was like, we chose one night and all the students from the production class came in, you know, for, for that performance. And we, you know, we, we had just as much fun as probably the people that were on it. That was their big night. And it was also our big night. Yeah. And then after that, we, uh, you know, somebody was sitting there making like a master edit of like, all right, well, we're going to use this camera at this time and this camera at this time. And you have to like sync four cameras together to have all the same audio track. And then edit it from there, which one had the best shot. Mm. And then, and that was the, one of the students' jobs. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then after that happened, then where the money happens, like, hey, adults, parents, you know those <laughs> kids that you love seeing on yeah. stage? Yeah. Well, now come and see them in this DVD made by high you schoolers. Can have forever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so parents loved it. They're like, they we would have a little booth outside. Sell out. And it would not sell out, but like, hey. You see all these cameras around? You can see your kid again and again. <laughs> so come give us $20 right now. Make your pre-order, and I'll guarantee you we'll have it ready to go for you. And then we had, like, after we were done, we make a master thing. Uh, we There was one some days in class. We had to, like, all right, kids, let's all gather around and start mailing shit. <laughs> 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 what do we get out of it? Nothing. Yeah. Money for the department. That's that right. We kind of saw. Yeah. <laughs> and and so yeah, but there was also like um uh, a director. There wasn't a TD, but there was a director with everyone's ear telling, "Hey, camera one, two, and three, get these shots." And the one that was down on the ground was kind of like a free for all, kind of pick up like close ups and stuff. But they wanted specific shots in certain angles, so. Uh, so yeah, so that was like my theater experience. Like they had about three, two to three plays a year. And so that was like the big event. Like I was always excited to have to do one of those. So that was my little theater experience. There. You made it. You got yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. We were, so I wasn't on, I was definitely, uh, Matt don't sing either. <laughs> so <laughs> I like to sing in my car. Yeah, it is. You really? were singing walking up today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're telling my secret guys. <laughs> just so good <laughs> i wouldn't go that far <laughs> um uh, going back to like your integration uh with like watching television and like you said the sing-alongs 
if I know anything about you, you're a big Disney fan. I am. Yeah. So like, where did where did that stem from? The the same. Oh, my mother. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's always been the case. Uh, my siblings worked at Disney when I was growing up, but before that, I mean, I've I can't remember a time when I haven't been totally attached to Disney. Uh, I wouldn't say so much like, oh, the, when you think Disney, it's like the classic characters. I right. love Mickey Mouse. No, I've never been the, the, the Mickey Mouse person, but I, I definitely love the classic attractions. Uh, I love the movies. And uh, yeah, I worked there for a short period of time myself. Um, where, where, how far back do you want me to go? No. <laughs> Whatever you want to tell. I remember coming out of the crib yeah. and seeing Mickey Mouse in my crib, yeah. and I knew I loved him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, we just said we live so close to the parks, and so I know that every time we had a conversation about movies, it always stemmed back to Disney. So I was just, I was just curious where that That's came true. from. Yeah, because we always, we always go back to Disney movies, and then eventually we talk about the parks in some way around that. That's true. So, like, was it like? Like, were you swarmed? So you said with your mother, like, were you introduced, like, just love the world of Disney? Like, did you know that you were, like, like uh, Mickey Mouse and Rapunzel or Snow White was from the same company? You know? uh, I, I, when I was little, I loved fairy tales in general, and I still do. Uh, so anything within that realm, I guess, interested me when I was young. Mm. Um, but it carried on. And just the environment. And Disney never was like a, a place to me. It was like a second home because I grew up here. I mean, I grew up in Daytona Beach, right. Port Orange area. So it it wasn't it wasn't a long drive. Uh, and it wasn't even so much a special treat. It was just, yeah, we're going to Disney. Sort of just as much as, yeah, we're going to Publix. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and I think, you know, I have younger family members that are growing up the same way. And I think it's awesome um, to know that you have a place that you can just go and Share chill and hang out. Yeah. yeah. that That's one of the, one of the good, I mean, if you like the theme park atmosphere and, and Disney living here in Orlando definitely gives you the luxury. And it's, it's often funny to think about that. Some people, you know, even with like the, with the make a wish foundation and like some people spend years saving up so they can spend a week here exactly. and, and then like have a whole full blown vacation. And then they're not gonna be able to save up for another couple of years if they want to do it again. And for us, it's like, well, I have a couple of hours to spare. Right. Let's go, go ride one ride and get a snack. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost like the, like, it's like a, a normal park. For, for others, but some days, yeah. like, sometimes you walk into that theme park and you see, like, those families and, like, all right, we got this fast pass, we got to go here, and yeah. we, like, it's it's a structured, because they want to get most out of their money, and then, like, the people who just casually walk in there, it's like, all right, what's what's available right yeah. now? That's what's what's, what's under 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see those wait times, you're like, 30 minutes? Psh, yeah. yeah. I'm not waiting in that yeah, Exactly. You can just come back another day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, we do have that little luxury. So, like, the fact that you were able to call that your second home is, is, is a good sentiment that you can be around yeah we have no idea how lucky any of us are we're just oh, yeah. we take it for granted like you wouldn't believe that's yeah. that's just a thing but yeah it's always been there so it feels just like a part of me i don't right. i couldn't imagine living anywhere other than florida which is horrible and great yeah. all at the same time yeah i, I get that but yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah you're stuck here forever yeah. alice yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all never leaving we're all everybody the world thinks we're crazy for living here <laughs> right yeah but but it's but it's your home it, it is what it is like for me I, I can't live in the cold so like for like during the winter times i'm I'm like, if I'm looking solely in the United States, I'm Xing out a lot of states because there's snow there. Yeah. And I just don't want to deal with it. But like, just like, it's it's just your home. Home is home. Home is home. Onward. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we wrap up this conversation, uh, you know, with your experience with either teaching or, you know, just working in the news industry, uh, 
if there's any advice that you can give to people to who want to either be teaching or working with improv or or even working in news, what can you give them to make sure they can get to their goal? Do exactly what you want to be doing. If there's something you're doing that you feel like, oh, maybe this could go in a direction, I don't really want to be doing it. No, do exactly what you want to be doing. And if you're not, take the steps to get there. Um, be true to you. Don't you know, oh, this position pays a lot of money and it's sort of right. If it's not right, don't take it. That's my greatest advice. Uh, and, you know, just keep going. Be true to you and keep going. Okay. And what's your favorite movie or TV show? Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, and why? <laughs> right. All-time favorite. Let's go Jim Henson's Labyrinth. Okay. All-time oh. favorite movie. Okay. Why? Uh, <laughs> why? Yeah. Okay, that's not one we've ever heard. <clears throat> no, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Um, I love a Muppet. A Muppet. <laughs> Muppets. Muppets are like Muppets. are my thing. Um, and I also think that that movie was incredible. I always will. And you know, there's good films and oh wow, that was cinematically amazing and da da da. I, Labyrinth is so just. It's Jim Henson's mind, and you can see it. It's mm -hmm. and he uh, he's done a lot of work and he did a lot of work in his time, but uh, I feel like that one encompassed it all. It had every element that you could you could want and Muppets. Yeah, so and Muppets. I mean, it, had, it was David Bowie and Muppets in the same realm. That that alone is, is amazing. interesting in itself. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Alice, thank you very much. Where can people find you? Oh, yeah, you that's on right, yeah. Oh, gosh. Don't find me. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't find her. Never don't mind. Find <laughs> Let's just skip to, skip to the yeah. end. Skip to the end. <laughs> Alice Muscatalala <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not so much on the socials. I'm on Facebook if you want to find me. Uh, I don't know what I could offer you, but I'm there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> from, from, and what's the what's the what's your real name? My real name is Alice Moscola. M-O-S-K-O-L-A. Never saying that other oh, really? oh, You're going to have to rewind at the beginning. One more be... time. I, I, I can't even pronounce it. Only if Alice will approve. I, I want you to say oh, it. Oh, you want me I to? I want to use it from now on. Right. Mosakala. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> this is beautiful, baby. <laughs> I'm crying. You just can't see it. That's tears on the microphone right now. Well, thank you guys for having me. Oh, we're oh, so glad. Hopefully, you'll come back. We can yes. drag you back on the show. I'm again. around. <laughs> All right. All right. That, that, sounds like, that sounds like a good glowing yeah. recommendation right <laughs> yeah. there. That's how, that could be a yes. Yeah, a good, yeah for the most part. Uh, if you want more from Box Office Bingers, you can go to our Instagram at box office underscore bingers. You can catch out uh, top fives in the box office, uh, uh, fresh takes. Matt, you put a bunch of shit on Instagram. Uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff lot on of Instagram. Stuff yeah, new to streaming. Uh, a lot of good stuff. You know, won't be disappointed trailers. if you follow trailers. That's right. Yeah. I do do trailers. You yeah. do. Um, so, yeah. So, so, go ahead and follow that. You won't be disappointed. But I've been your host, Matt Diaz. And I'm Ernesto Santos. Thanks for listening. See ya.